Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Soccer Arrangers podcast. It's week number... What are we up to? Five? Six? Fourteen? Twenty. What? Well, what? Sorry, I was sleeping. Yeah, we've, we've been stuck in the uh, quarantine bunker for a little while now. I think most of us have. I've been told there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but I can't tell if it's that or if somebody just managed to go and poke a hole in the curtains. Um, actually, that hole is from where I shoved Tyler out. Oh, okay. That's why he's not here right now. He just pushed him out to die, huh? Mm-hmm. He, he stole my goldfish. <laughs> That's my Alrighty favorite snack, goddammit. <laughs> anyway. I am Robert. I am... Yes, I am the Red Ranger. I had to check my shirt to make sure. Apparently, I'm the Pink Ranger today. I'm cool. I'm wearing pink. And I'm John. I'm the Black Ranger. A few things have changed here. Yeah. Oh, well. Unfortunately, our monochromatic uh, wardrobes have been sacrificed and mixed. We haven't had a washing machine in a while, unfortunately. In hindsight, we probably should have built one into the studio, but... Oh, well. We made that mistake. We're living with it. We have at least two pairs of underwear left. We'll make it work. One pair. We're going to die. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> Grim jokes aside, hello, everybody. Welcome Good back. Yep. So, on the brighter side of things. Week five or six, in actual. Yeah, I, I think this is week number five, if I'm not mistaken. At least of our quarantine specials. Obviously, this has been going on a little bit longer than that. But with things like the Discord Soccer Con event and all that, we haven't been keeping up the same way as before. Uh, which is somewhat ironic. You would think with us caught inside, we'd be more on top of it than ever. But truth be told, we're just trying to go and keep ourselves sane. In all honesty, actually, out of the group of five of us that usually do this, only one of us is actually home all the time. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, it's hilarious. Amy. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Amy. No, the medical professional, ironically, is the one that's not here. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, so... We decided this time around, instead of going and giving you things to keep yourself focused on the isolation, we wanted to do something a little bit different this time around. We're looking we, over the horizon. Yeah, exactly. No, things things look like they're starting to improve. The weather is getting warmer. We're going and seeing the number of new infectious cases going down pretty much everywhere. Some exception to that. It looks like from the antibody studies that there is... A decent amount of hope, at least for this particular season. Next year may be a different story, but right now things are improving. We're going to go and celebrate that. And I don't know if this is true or not, but I did see in some cases that they might have backed they, the date for an immunization backed up a bit. Yeah, no, no. I, I see there's now, uh, I know that there's one drug that's in third stage testing, which means that's almost cleared for uh, FDA trials and use, which is great if that's the case. Uh, I know one of the Canadian institutes... Probably uh, here, where I live. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I, I read recently, I know that there's the thing floating around that, uh, you know, vaccines being designed by Canadian scientists. Because COVID hockey cancels hockey. Closed. Yeah, hockey or uh, Canada goes and cancels COVID-19. Uh I guess that there's uh, another university beyond that that seems to uh, be adapting a COVID-2 uh, vaccine over to this and seems to be in good shape there. That one's going. I don't know what your 
equivalent of uh, the CDC is for drug and immunization testing. But I guess uh, that one's going to be going to trials in the CHO, next month or I think. so. Canadian Health Authority, I think. Probably, yeah, yeah. But in any case, speaking of which, by the way, we disclaimer: we are not medical professionals. This is just no, no, stuff no. that we are hearing of. This is this is hope stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Don't no, take this... for anything for face value. Do your own research. Yeah, no, no, that's just it. No, this is just based on what we're seeing from news reports, from credible sources, and ones that we have been able to verify firsthand sources on. This is not just Facebook articles. Because Lord knows if I believed that, we all would be dead right now. Yeah, we would all be <laughs> injecting Lysol. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, we're, we're looking to hope right now things, if nothing else, appear to be improving. We're going to hope that they continue to. And we're going to hope that long term, we're going to be able to put this behind us. So with that in mind, we wanted to go and look forward to what we really want to do other than going to a freaking laundry mat when this is all over. Because <laughs> boys are getting ranking here. Yeah. And so maybe it's what a good thing do... Amy isn't here right now. <laughs> Sorry, what was that again? Maybe it's a good thing that Amy isn't here right now. She, her nose oh. would be like turned inside out right now. Oh, God, yeah, no. You want to talk about Confunk? Try checking out the Sakura Rangers recording bunker. It was a mistake to go and do this in cement with no ventilation. But yes. in any case, though, yeah, we were talking. We were talking a bit, but before we started, we were like, "What would we want to do? What do we want to do?" Because I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter and stuff like that. I was like, "When this is all over, I want to do blank." Um, yep. Or and like and of course, I have my own thing. Of course, me, I want to go to a fucking restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the weirdest thing for me is that a couple of weeks ago, I've been I've I've been a huge fan of cooking videos and all that stuff, fun stuff for many years now, but I've never done a properly cooked steak that is done technically restaurant style, which is like age it for twenty four hours with salt, then barbecue the crap out of it with either ca- ca- on a barbecue or on cast iron, plain mm-hmm. and simple. I've never actually done it with that like that before, and I want to. But one of my favorite restaurants when it comes to meat in the city is a place here in where I live in Canada is called a place called the granary. It is a very, very old building. It's been around for, Oh God. Uh, for at least 75 years, I think. Um, it burned down and they built it back. <laughs> they brought it back. I guess this leads to the question of if it burned down and they built it back up, is it really that old in the first place? The new building isn't quite so much, but the build, but the brand itself has been around for a long time, and the owner and the owners have been the same ones for the long time as well. But in any case, um, whenever I go, because usually it's a it's a st- the style of restaurant it is is that on the walls there's old style, um, it's died da- it's dialed back a bit over the last couple of years, but essentially what it is is that. Oh God! What's the exact proper name for? Um, all over the walls are old, like farming equipment, old like license plates, like all old style gear from like around the around the prairies. And it's really kind of cool atmosphere, really cool, and they have a really good kitchen and a really good salad bar. Uh, <laughs> but the one thing I love that I get, I've gotten almost every time I've gone, the last five or six times I've gone, is their prime rib. And I could really use fucking prime rib right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Um, 
And the general rule of thumb for me is that I am a purist when it comes to meat. Um, in the in the case of what did the cook cook it to? <laughs> I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> my mo- my father, on the other hand, is a fucking monster. Oh, so he likes charcoal briquettes? Uh, damn close. He likes he likes well he likes it well. Well done. Mm. No fucking color, gray piece of meat. What the fuck is wrong with you, you monster? Yeah, no, like, I get that sometimes when you're talking about a poor, a poor mix, you know, lean to fat ratio, like burger or something like that. Okay, fine. I'm going to let you have that one. If it's, you know, not the best meat, it's not the best meat, but. If it's just general, rib, yeah, if steak, it's just standard. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. If it's, if it's supposed to go and be something, prime rib is by definition one of the most prime choices of meat. It should be the way it should be. That Medium thing rare. should, yeah, that's just it. Head. That thing should be somewhere between mooing and getting a tan. Exactly. That's where that should end up. <laughs> I joke with the waitress or, or the waiter every time I order it. Mm-hmm. I always tell them, I was like, what, would you like it? Uh, I ask them, what is it cooked at right now? And they're like, medium rare. Well, I'm not going to make the cook cry. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and the and the waitress smiles at me and says, thank you. And walks away. <laughs> um, But no, that's my big thing is that I really, really want to either. Either I want to just, I just really want to have really well done thresher. Oh, and their, they can, their size is their biggest thing. I think is like a 36 ounce. Mm-hmm. It's called the thresher cut. <laughs> There you go. Oh, so good. But no, yeah. When it comes, yeah. But when it comes to steak, for me, I am. I will eat a, a steak that is anywhere from the tail end of blue, all the way to medium rare. And I will not touch anything past that, unless I absolutely have to. That's the right way. I want to hear it moo in my fucking stomach. God damn it. <laughs> Ugh. But I need That's to show awesome. you guys a picture, actually. Of uh, I'm gonna see if I have, I I'll, I'll, I'll take a because um, last time I I went was for my birthday, back ah. in December, and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and I took a picture. Oh, here it is. I and I just so happened to take a picture of it. But yeah, and I put my key beside it for. For reference, but in any case, though, that's the first thing I really want to do. I want to go get prime rib. Robert, what do you want to do? This is gonna sound really dumb given the number of movies that I've watched recently. You want to go to damn a, it? You want to go to the cinema, don't you? I just want to go to the cinema. You know, I love going to the theater. I love that communal atmosphere when you're watching a movie, and I love the fact that we're all basically handcuffed into not looking at our phones and looking at a different screen instead. Because, yeah, you know what, sometimes I like, especially when it's a good film, and even more so when it's a bad film, I love the reactions that people give. Not watching them, but listening to people's reaction. That is a good thing for me, whether it was Avengers Infinity War and the audible gasps at the end of the film when you go and see... Do we still need a spoiler alert? 
No. It's been over a year. I, I still haven't watched it. I don't care. If it's been okay. a year, then no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No no spoilers or no spoiler alerts here. Here. When they fucking lose and half the population of the universe is wiped from existence, the reaction that you get, the sense of unease in the audience, that is so good. Or like watching Frozen 2 in the theaters with my wife. And the whole time just going, this is a movie. This is a movie. This is fine. And then you get to the fucking 80s ballad called Lost in the Woods. And everybody's jaw is just on the floor. And you hear every guy going, what is going on? Why is this not the whole movie? This is fucking amazing. Frozen should just be called Trolls Give Bad Advice. Don't listen to them. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, it, in my head, unfortunately, I got hit by the... I haven't seen Frozen, but I've seen enough people fucking sing Let It Go that it scared me away from watching it. So, <laughs> I, I, I'm i the guy that's literally seen like the, the Let It Go song a couple dozen times, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. This is the entire movie. Um, I have also, I've also watched a lot of TikToks of uh, the guy of the Disney presentation, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know what I mean. I was like, something under something, uh, something about a puddle. That's the, you know, you know, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It's like, if he stays in the subject, he'll be a puddle. Yeah. A happy snowman. Happy. If yep. you said puddle, get the fuck out. <laughs> 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 but no, it was literally these, these guys that, that play the male role in this presentation are f- hilarious. And but they they're mouthing they they immediately turn off their microphone and start mouthing at the audience and tell them to get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's just great. <laughs> but any case, you were saying. Yeah. No. I just I I love, I love that experience. It's the reason why. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see what ultimately ends up happening here. But I think the Trolls World Tour experiment kind of proves a point here. Taking films straight to home can work if they're of a certain quality. But there's still a lot of films that are just made for the big screen. You know, every critic that I've seen that has unfortunately watched that film goes, You know what? If this premiered on Netflix... Would have been totally fine. Nobody would complain. You know, kind of like the Lady in the Tramp remake on Disney Plus. It's fine. It's serviceable. But you can't go and charge somebody 20 bucks just to go and watch this for 48 hours and tell me that this was worth it. At least if I go to the theater, I get to suffer through it with all of the other parents that are stuck there with me. <laughs> Gosh. That's well- Rob's hot take on that movie. And it's I kind of liked the first one. Yeah, the first one was good. But it's like <laughs> 20 bucks to rent a movie. It's, ugh. Yeah, like, when I compare that to the cost of movie tickets, it's like, okay, so that's two tickets at my local theater going there. And yeah, if you're talking about two kids and it's the parents, yeah, you know what? It sounds like a bargain. On snacks, you're definitely going to make it up real quick. But that being said... At least it's an experience. 
And especially with modern theaters, with reserved seating, recliners, all that stuff, it's a different experience than what it was 10 years ago with everybody just crammed like sardines into uncomfortable chairs, the floor is sticky, the springs always hurt. You know, that... I can't say that that form of cinema has been appreciable in a long time. I think there's a reason on why people for a long time were just waiting for films to go and come to services like Netflix or that they could rent them on the early days of Amazon Prime. But now or people want to go to the theaters. Them. Yes, or pirate them. Although even that seems to have cut back a lot. Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. pirating is essentially because of the access to streaming services. They kind Yeah, of- that's just it. Yeah, the, the, the world has definitely changed in that way, and I think for the better... And I think cinema is experiencing a bit of a renaissance with better theaters and better community experiences, especially by comparison to what it was. Because, yeah, as somebody who loves movies and loves theater, I was not loving it so much 10 years ago. I'm loving what I have now. And granted, I've got a good theater. It's well run. It's well managed. Uh, My wife can get a drink whenever she needs something to go and get her through whatever action fest I'm taking her to. (laughs) I say I say that like my wife doesn't like it. She she went out of birds of prey going, oh, I want to see that again. <laughs> I have to ask though, what yeah. kind of drink? <sighs> Depends on her mood. Vodka? You know, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Not vodka. No, okay, no. Fine. No, ge- generally Merlot, Prosecco, okay. something along those lines. Okay. My wife don't have cheap taste. I wish my wife had cheap taste. It's really bad in the winter when the mold wine starts coming out. Mm, I bet. You should just, yeah. you should just, you have some room in your garage. <laughs> oh, no. Just, start, just get a keg and just start mulling. There you go. The only way that that works economically is if I start drinking, and that's not a good thing for anybody. Eh, who cares if it's economic or not? <laughs> Honey, yeah. why didn't you do this? Here, we'll have a glass of mold wine. yeah no as as a whole like that's that's what i want to do when all this is over i just as weird as it is with how many films i've watched during this period of time while working on various projects it's like you know what i just want to go somewhere else and watch this i want to experience something on the big screen but something that's made for the big screen I'm still pissed about the fact I have to wait until November now for the next James Bond movie. It's like, damn it, got my hopes up. And now, I have to wait. I gotta fucking wait for Daniel Craig to be coming out of whatever body of water he comes out in his tight little skivvies, and I gotta wait to watch that. Ha, I knew it. I have no idea who the Bond girl is this time around, or even if there is one. I I, I just gotta go with Daniel Craig. I'm there for I'm there for some sort of eye candy. I might as well be for him. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, everybody's questioning whether or not I'm actually married to a woman. Don't worry, people. He is. <laughs> I believe. What about te- you, John? I, 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 I believe the technical term is a beard. <laughs> A beard? Wouldn't be the first time I've been accused of being one. Wouldn't be the first time I've been accused of having one. Oh! I can't grow facial hair well. Yeah. <laughs> you were going to defend him there for a second. Yeah, and then you're just like, no, I've seen him try to grow a beard. No, there's, there's no hope for him. It's patchy. <laughs> it's not good. That's what it is. It's just not good. 
But uh, yeah, John, what about you? What, uh, what are you planning to do when all this is said and done? I want the simple things back. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to go to the library with my nephew. Mm. I want to go on camping trips. I want to go hiking. I want to go outside. You I want to actually go, go to go national camping, parks. Go to the park with my nephew and my family. Just those simple things. The interaction with the parks. Mm -hmm. It's like that stuff was just taken from us. And it's been sad watching it on my family. Because it's like... I guess Families. the nephew is that at that age where that's kind of important. Very yeah. important for growth and all kinds of stuff. Not just my nephew, but almost everyone else's like kids out there. It's like they need this interaction, the learning, the fun, all that stuff. It's how you get a proper, gr healthy, growing kid. Yeah. But not just that. It's like the parks, going out to the lakes, that kind of stuff. And yeah, I mean, I miss movie theaters. I miss restaurants, but... It's the interaction with uh, with the family. That's what I miss. Yeah, no, and that's... Especially for your family, because you guys are so close. You're all in relative proximity to each other. Uh, my parents live near John, for the record. I have not been able to see them uh, since December. And that's, that's really sad for me, especially with my grandmother now in her mid-90s. And doing well, all things considered. Like, no complaints there. She's... She's still rocking it like a lady in her 70s, but, mm -hmm. you know. And I live at home with my folks. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's just it. But, yeah, it, it definitely So I see them sucks. every day. Yeah, no, that's just it. I'm, I'm glad that you guys at least have that. But, yeah. you know, in John's case in particular, I just feel so sorry for your nephew and, quite honestly, for your family as well because, as selfish this is my sound, one of the joys of having a young child in the house is being able to re-experience life through their eyes to charismatically be able to just go and see the world through their eyes again it's it's amazing yeah no it's, it's part of the reason why i love dragging people to disneyland that you know haven't been there either in years or never before like what happened with uh avery all those years ago mm -hmm. like just kidnap somebody you don't know and then take them to disneyland yeah it's totally not weird i totally did not do one of the most dangerous things of my life Taking somebody that I'd had very few conversations with out of the or out of the state to another part of the world and spent three days walking around. Bravo. Yeah, I know. I'm still confused about how one of the best friends I've ever made is somebody that I'd had few conversations with, felt a connection with, and after a horrible breakup. And having ex or an extra ticket, uh, or extra plane ticket and extra passes to the park, couldn't find anybody to go, and just went, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go and ask this girl, see what <laughs> happens. No romantic interest, just did it because I wanted to, to her to do something different. I wanted to try something new, and damn it if it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Yeah. What is with you in making friends by accident? You know, if I hello, <laughs> if I might liken myself to one of Brendan Fraser's greatest characters, George, just lucky, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a dumb thing to even go and do, but it's like, yeah, no, I it fits. I I met I met Avery through 
somebody who was at the time a friend, but I've since found out was a very toxic element in my life. And that stabbed me in the back more than a few times. The fact that I met as many wonderful people as I have is honestly thanks to one of the worst people that I've ever known. That's what got me Avery. And quite honestly, through weird circumstances, it's how I got to know Cole and Tyler and the whole cosplay chess group. Because I don't think under other circumstances, John's experience with cosplay chess would have gotten me to apply. I would have kept going to watch him, but I don't think I would have applied. You know, it's... It's not how you meet people, it's just sometimes... It's just the people. Mm-hmm. When you meet somebody that's truly good... And this is my advice for anybody out there who's concerned about the number of friends they have on Facebook, followers on Instagram, uh, people paying for their Snapchat premiums. Don't look for numbers. Look for quality. Yep. Because the people that I've surrounded myself with, Soccer Rangers, our skit division, the people that we did our recent video online with for our socially distanced dating game, a one-off project that we put together in a week, those are all people I love and trust. And they're people that I met without ever looking for friends. Without looking for validation. Without looking for a leg up. And there's a reason why I love them all. These two assholes next to me included. But of course, I, I just... I, and, I, and I definitely agree. Um, mm -hmm. I joke and I say, I was like, of course, the first thing I want to do is go to the restaurant, get a really good piece of steak. I'm yeah. Like, like, yeah, I joke with that, of course. But I agree. Like, one of the hardest things for me personally is, like, I've always been a very huggy person. Mm -hmm. You know oh, yeah, no. very, very much. Oh, yeah. No, um, you're definitely an affectionate person in a proper way. Yes. But definitely affectionate. Yes. I have only given one person a hug in mm -hmm. four weeks. And that's my mother who lives in the same house as me. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Mm hmm. Still kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I, no, of I course, I still, argue. and I still talk with my coworkers every day. The ones that I, that I have on my schedule. Mm hmm. And the ones that have come in and I'm working with that particular day, but. Doesn't always mean everything. No, exactly right. No, it's... <sighs> In some respects, I feel very blessed to have the friends that I have, but at the same time, it's definitely made things difficult with us being caught so far away from each other. Definitely. I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I, guess, I guess this is where we get a little bit melodramatic. A little uh, bit. Isn't we, it, boys? We get yeah, out just... of the funny stuff and yeah, no, the kind of the serious stuff. That's just it. Like, like, it makes sense. Like, we have not had anything like this happen in the modern generation. 
No, that's everyone. Good. Everyone's been saying that it's like we haven't had anything like this happen in the modern in the modern era, and it's true. We haven't mm-hmm. had anything happen like happen this since the early nineteen the nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Um, that's it. And back then, travel wasn't so fucking easy. No, that's true. just it. In a lot of respects, that's the real problem here. <laughs> yeah. It's not just travel, communication. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's... It's unfortunate. Stupidity never tra- uh, travels faster nowadays. Yeah, oh God, you are right on that. You are 100% right there. And I don't know, it's just... I, I still think about... And I don't want to dwell on this, because I think we all know what we've lost as a result of this we've lost time together we've lost a lot of forms of entertainment for us whether it be the conventions in our case or sports trade shows we've lost a lot and it's unfortunate but at the same time you know the thing that kills me you know particularly with losing soccer con this year though thankfully they'll be back next year Thank goodness for that. The thing that kills, yeah, the thing that kills me about this is, in the case of that, it's not that I'm not getting to do what was planned for cosplay chess. It's not that we won't be complete or competing in the cosplay contest. It's not the fact that I was going to get judged for the first time in a costume. Oh yeah, you were, it's, weren't you? I think this is the first time I've actually said to the podcast uh, public as a whole, uh, I actually was going to break off from Soccer Arrangers for the cosplay contest as a one-off just because I said during our New Year's resolutions I wanted to be judged and to compete despite having no chance in the category that I have to go and compete in. I just wanted to do it to see where I am. And... I was planning on doing that. And it's funny because I don't feel any loss about that. Mm-hmm. What does kill me, though, is I'm not going to get to see friends. I'm not going to have... Yeah, that's the part. Mama that Samu aren't going to get a chance to judge my costume, even though the two of them have been pushing me now for two years to go and actually compete. Because they know I have at least something that's worth showing off. It's the fact that I'm not able to see Cole and Tyler who live, you know, 3,000 road miles away. It's not a great experience. I hate the fact that I don't get to see my Canadian hombres for another year. Possibly sooner, but possibly a whole other year. That's rough. Especially since we got to see Cole again for the first time last year after several years of him not being there. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. No, I can only great. imagine. It almost be better if you hadn't come last year, right? <laughs> I know, right? That's unfortunate. You know, John and I, we only live about two hours apart from each other, but just between his work schedule and his nephew and my work schedule, it's hard for us to be able to go and meet up outside of online, and those physical connections mean something. Uh, Erica and Lily, two great friends from Montana. I won't get to see them. I had planned on going to MissCon as well, but that's also been furloughed until next year. So I don't get to see them for another year. 
uh, Max and Crystal, Mustang Revolver. We, yeah, that's another sad one. Like, I liked fucking with him last year. I know, too. I Fuck. know. I, I love those guys, and yeah, their ones. I'm when all this is over, I'll be honest. I probably am just gonna hop into my truck and I'm just gonna go and drive down to where they are. They're in Southern Washington. It's a couple hours away. I, I might just need to drive down there and give those guys a hug. I don't get to see them often enough. They're great people, and I don't get to see them. Uh, I'm lucky in some respects. Uh, Amanda and McKenna, they live close enough that I I don't see them often, or as often as I'd like, but I get to see them often enough. It's not too bad. Uh, One Spoon Cosplay, I found out, lived 20 minutes away, and now they won't leave my house. There's so many people that... I'm sad I don't get to see for an extended period of time. And I love them all. And yeah, I'm leaving a few people out because I could keep going on this list, but... Oh yeah, we all, we both, we all Yeah, could. that's just it, you know? Cat Valentine cosplay, she's also amazing. Uh, there's just so many good people and... I hope that coming out of this, that instead of thinking about what we lost, we're going to appreciate the next time that we all get together, how good we have it, that we have bonds like this that gave us something to help us get through. Yeah, this podcast for us just started as a joke. It did. We just started it, wanting... It was... It, it started... What did it say? It started as a New Year's resolution. Kind of, yeah. Of, of a kind of a New Year's resolution of we need to talk more and spend more time together it, with each it, other. It was, it was a couple of points, because not only did we want to talk more, because we had such a great time that first year... All of us. This was two years yeah, in. Yeah, all of us. Men in spandex bonded together. Yeah, because yeah, because this was after because after two years, two years of con. Yeah. That we started doing that. Yeah, no, that's just it, and it's like this. Yeah. People liked us, and they wanted to hear what we had to think about things, and we. Well, that part we didn't care that, about. That part much. we didn't we care about, about, but it was fact. something that people were asking for. And I think that really, yeah, no, I I think that that was. I thought part. it was just I thought it was just us trying to talk, and we was like, hey, let's record it and throw well, it. Well, that, that's just it. I think that we wanted to go and just do more, and people wanted. No, you know what it was. This is why I'm conflating. We wanted to talk more, and we were hearing a lot of people talking about on how toxic the convention scene was becoming. How cosplay was feeling like it was falling apart and people were losing their passion. And we just wanted to talk about what... We wanted to talk about the good stuff. We wanted to be a positive force for the convention space. And that's... That's, I think, where the podcast really was born. Because we had a couple of different avenues we were talking about being able to communicate with each other more. That, I think, is what made us motivate towards doing a solid podcast rather than just doing a one-off. Because for us, it was never a question of, are we just going to do this once? No, we're doing a podcast. We're doing this again. We had no idea what the hell we were doing. 
Most of us weren't sure how we were supposed to be recording. We didn't have a place to really go and upload at that point. <laughs> you know, it took us our whole first season to go and really figure out where our hosting service was. And even then, that changed after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but <laughs> ultimately, we've we're never going to be something big. We got a little bit of that local celebrity thing going on. Like I fucking care. I'm just glad if somebody listens to us and they get something good out of this, if it makes them feel a little bit better, if you're entertained, even if it's not for the full podcast, if you're entertained for five minutes, at least I've done my job. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just not knowing where we're going to be when the conventions will actually start reopening and all that stuff. I am just thinking about... KomoriCon at this point because that will be the next opportunity that's when I'm going to get to see Redleaf cosplay again and give her the biggest freaking hug that I can because I love Redleaf <laughs> I really want to see what Redleaf was going to do for the cosplay contest and I am so sorry that she got robbed of that this time around uh yeah she was sad about yeah, it yeah but... no that's just it no I it, Redleaf started rooming with me last year and is one of one of the best people I have ever been to convention with. Redleaf is the embodiment of what Redleaf is the embodiment of what a professional cosplayer should be. She is so professional, she is so kind and I don't think that she is somebody that is motivated by selfish intent. It's always pushing to be better, not to be her better herself, not to be better than somebody else. And I love that. I was so happy last year at KomoriCon getting to see <laughs> getting to see her get the accolades that she's deserved for years. I cannot wait to celebrate the anniversary of that with her. I cannot wait for the Soccer Rangers to do what we're going to do, more updates on that later. I'm not allowed to really talk about it right now. You know, I know at least... Or he will be murdered. Yeah, that's just it. I know at least Tyler's going to be there. I'm hoping maybe Cole will come and come. I'm not sure. Kamori? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll yeah, that's just it. We'll it's far it. enough away. Yep. I'm going yeah, to be there. John's coming this time around. It's like, we may go through... We may go through almost a year without a convention for some of us. But I think when we all get back together, it's going to make it all the more special. Definitely. Because the best people that I know are the convention people. They are the people in this room, the people that I cosplay with, the people that I work with, the people that I cheer on during those contests. And I... I'm looking forward to when we get to be, when we get to be we, when all of us are together again. I could talk about the movies. I did. I'm looking forward to that again. I'm looking forward to restaurants, to libraries, to being able to go back into national parks, to be able to go on a road trip down to Portland 
and just go and throw various Sakura Rangers merchandise at Mama Samu and Sakura Scoops and the others. But more than anything else, I'm looking forward to when all of us are back together and doing what we do best. Being yeah. good. Break stuff. <laughs> There's a little bit of that. But just... A word. Living stuff. <laughs> I look forward to when we're all together and we can just laugh again in the same room. That's going to be so good. I can't wait for that. And I know I'm hijacking this a little bit. I know I've talked a little bit too much. But with that, I have to say, folks, thank you for joining us for this. I hope while we were talking, dare I say rambling, you're thinking about the good times yet to come and not what you're in right now. I hope you enjoyed this. And hopefully this has been a distraction for you. Yeah. For the... 40 50 minutes that this is gonna that you'll be listening to this yeah. we hope you enjoyed it we hope you'll go and share this with anybody you think might need a little bit of whatever the hell we're calling this group therapy maybe <laughs> share it you know where we're at spotify soundcloud we're all over the place soccer rangers podcast at gmail.com twitter youtube instagram at soccer rangers Thanks so much for listening, guys. We love you all. We hope you stay safe. And we're looking forward to when eventually that light that's peering through the curtains right now is just us walking out into the sunlight and not needing to worry about what's coming home with us. Have a great night. Bye, everyone.